Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thanks, just bought it. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. And before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you that on your phone, on the Instagram app, Instagram app, you can go and follow this podcast. It's G Thanks Just Bought It Pod. And we talk about all the stuff that we talk about on the show, but also more stuff. So if you need another thing or person or account to follow on Instagram, consider following this podcast. You can ask for recommendations on products and we'll crowdsource them to other followers. It's actually kind of cool and people meet each other that way. I don't know. Community is forming. Follow us there, Instagram.com slash G thanks just bought it pod. I am excited because Shannon Keating is joining us today. Shannon is a senior culture writer and editor at BuzzFeed and she also writes a new newsletter about intentional shopping called You Have nearly everything you need, which you can subscribe to, um, by going to shannonkeating.substack.com. Shannon, welcome. Hello. Hi, Caroline. Thank you for having me. I mean, of course. I'm really happy to have you here, especially because of your, I mean, I love you in general, but I'm also so excited about your new newsletter. Yeah, thank you. I am also excited about it. I I feel like it's, it's nice to have like a creative outlet, outlet, as I'm sure you feel. Yeah, that with isn't the pod. Work. Um, that isn't work. Yeah, so, so that was what I really wanted to do this year. And I mean, you really went. You just you did your first installment. It's really new. It's very new. Okay, just started uh, a couple weeks ago, and I'm about to send a new one out this week. So I know what you guys are thinking. It's kind of crazy. This is a shopping podcast, and now we're talking about kind of more intentional shopping or not shopping. But I'm very into the idea of intentional shopping i i all of my shopping is intentional just a lot of shopping um (laughs) but tell me a little bit about how you kind of came to writing about this and like yeah tell me a little bit about your story with like spending money and buying things yeah yeah for sure so i think i was inspired to start doing something like this because ever since uh like last year i feel like i had just kind of a chaotic like both personal and professional year and mm-hmm. I, I think like I mean like I love buying things mm-hmm. who doesn't right uh of and course. but I do think I was going a little bit overboard were you trying to like fill a void I think I think trying to fill a void I don't know but then but then I mean there were some more practical reasons sure. like you know like I'd gained some weight so like needed literally just needed like stuff that fits stuff to fit yeah. um and like was Doing the thing where I'm like, oh, well, maybe, you know, like kind of holding on to stuff where it's like, right. maybe I'll fit in. And like, no, no, never. time to just move on. Just <laughs> buy. It's kind of amazing. Isn't it kind of amazing when you just buy pants that fit? Yeah. So I was trying to balance the idea of like, okay, like you are allowed to get stuff that fits you mm-hmm. and that makes you feel good. Yes. Um, but I did, I did want to start getting a little bit more intentional about it. Um, not only just like in terms of my personal spending but also like 
just ethics wise. Like I had yep. been trying for a long time to cut out fast fashion and just failing entirely. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm one of the other things that I'm trying to do this year. Yeah. And uh, and just buy things that I really love. I mean, that I guess that's love. like a very and that basic will last. summary of intentional shopping. But yeah. yeah, that that I love and that'll last. And and I think it, you know, in a way that serves multiple purposes at once. Because yeah. if like I love like vintage stuff and secondhand and right. and not only is that you know a little bit cheaper and better for the earth, but it's you know pieces that like. Not everybody's gonna be yeah, wearing. but not everyone has. So, and you were in the in the fashion bitch Slack. <laughs> I was in the fashion so bitch Slack. When Shan and I and I worked together at Buzzfeed, we were in a Slack called Fashion Bitch, where it was <laughs> just kind of I don't know, like a dozen women at Buzzfeed talking about the things they had purchased or mm-hmm. sort of crowdsourcing ideas of where they could get something. And there was always something that would come up, like one dress at Zara that yes. we were seeing everywhere last yeah. spring, and then I think. At, one point, like half of the group went to Zara at different times and different <laughs> yes. Zaras, and took pictures and like, oh, doesn't work for me. Like, yeah. doesn't work for me. So I didn't Zara, even try that dress. I didn't even. So I was like, either. that's not gonna work. No, you and I, like body type wise, like we're curvier. Yeah, we have boob. This was like one of those bag dresses. Yes, that's and, like, like I can like I I like I a love sack. a bag. Yeah, like I like a sack. But that one wasn't but... gonna work for me. No, I knew it, either. and I, I I did try it, and I was correct. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> ah, I don't think I even took a picture. I was like, let's no. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, would you consider so Zara is definitely fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Forever Twenty One, H and M. Yeah. What do you think about like a Madewell, a Gap, a so Banana that's, Republic? I mean, definitely. I think the two hardest things for me would be like Madewell and Cos. Uh huh. Cos. Which I think. is which is like all which is Cos isn't fast fashion. That's really expensive. I know. I mean, that's what you would think, but it's but it's by H and M. You know, it's oh, just like I didn't know. That. I know. I didn't. Oops. I didn't know that either until recently. But it's basically like fancier H and M. Okay. So it's tough. I mean, I don't know. It's tough. But I, I do think that, like, I have spent over the past year kind of getting, like, a good base of, of those yeah. things and basics. And I'm going to try not to That's go to those good. places. It is good. Yeah. It's And and I don't mean to be, like, you know, like. Anti. Yeah. Or, like, preachy Well, no. It, I will say that I don't shop at H&M and Forever 21, and it is not ethical. They never have anything that fits me. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, true, I'm yeah. a 12, 14, 16, depending on yeah, where I go or what I'm buying. And, like, there are tons of trends. I'm not a, you know, as I grow older, um, and you're a little younger than me, but as I grow older, I feel like I'm less into trends. Like, I, I just, I've said this a million times. Like, I have a thing that I like. I buy, yeah, like, yeah. a million of it, and mm-hmm, then we just mm-hmm. go forward. But there are tons of times where I'm like, I would love, like, um, you know, a fake leopard fur jacket that <laughs> yes. costs twenty nine ninety nine because I'm going to wear it probably twice. Yeah. But they don't have it in my size. So mm-hmm. I can pretend that I'm not shopping fast fashion for, like, an ethical <laughs> reason. But mostly it's because they just don't make my size. Um, yeah, no, I get it. But I know, I know that you're also a Madewell fan. I Especially love Madewell. Wise. And jeans are so good. And I'm an Old Navy person. I have heard great things Old about the best. Old Navy jeans. The best. I'm wearing time. them right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're going to actually, I um, I think yours will air before hers. I'll figure it out. But Tazi's coming on. <gasps> to talk about Old Navy whole, jeans. We're going to have a whole jeans episode. Oh, that's like amazing. finding jeans. Jeans are hard and everyone knows like when you find a pair that fits. Yes. Also, they, they'll change them. Like this will be another episode, but they'll change. You're like, oh, I bought the high-waisted like jeans with the blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then you buy the same pair like three weeks later and it's like not the same yes. pair of jeans. So, so when I find a pair of jeans that I love or a store that that's 
the way that they cut their jeans yeah, works yeah. on me. I kind of buy a lot. Mm-hmm. And right now it's Old Navy and Madewell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the reason why I haven't done a ton of like expensive – I know. Is Everlane? Everlane's not fast fashion. That's their whole thing. No, Everlane. Like yeah, Ever, Everlane is is totally. Good. I have not been able to find jeans that no, work for me. Me though. neither. No. I feel like so many people are obsessed. Me too. I need I a little cannot. stretch in my pants. Yes, you I and mean, I talked about this. Like the last yeah, time we like, wore like just 100 percent denim. Like, never. It's third on, grade. It's like still. It's like a dream of mine to be able to wear 100 percent denim. Too. Every time I try a le- like a Levi's wedgie, mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, just nope. stop. Not even going over. Not but, even right. Going over. The <laughs> not thighs. even going to try. I heard from a friend though the last time I talked about this. Um, that she and she's also like quite curvy and she tailors her jeans. I asked about this on on Instagram and yes. a lot of people were like, "Yeah, you can tailor anything." And I, I know, like, I'm, which I guess is obvious, but to me, I'm like, "What yeah. tailoring jeans?" Like, I feel like the way that I, yeah, no, it sounds crazy. Where would you have to tailor your jeans? I mean, I guess I would have to get like a truly ginormous pair and, and then, then take it in at the waist. waist. Yeah, and I don't even have a small waist. I have bigger thighs mm-hmm. yeah my so thighs are also it's very hard they're out of mine are out of proportion i mean like what it's proportion yes, whatever yeah but like no real proportion in the in the mainstream way that jeans are created mm-hmm. my body unfortunately for my psyche doesn't uh fit into many of them and either i'm like hike either they fit so well in the legs and then i'm constantly pulling them mm-hmm. up or they fit in the in the waist and the butt but then my calves are like compressed <laughs> yeah. um but yeah. yeah i mean i feel that that's hard but that's kind of where that i get very jealous of women who run more in the sample size because when mm-hmm. you're shopping secondhand it's so much easier especially with vintage clothing it's so much easier when you're like on the smaller side to find stuff totally so yeah. i can't feel i really try not to get mad at myself for buying stuff at old navy because i'm like well it fits and i feel good in it and i can't be- yeah no i i completely feel that and i most of my jeans i think are are made well and and you know like if if I change sizes again or can't find anything you know like I'll I'll go back I don't think it's like I think I'm just trying to think about it a little more and not do the you know I think I think I was very much in the habit of doing that just kind of like one gigantic order off the sale and like returning a bunch of and you know like I don't need yeah like I'm so I'm trying to do less of that but like if I specifically need a pair of jeans you know Mm -hmm. I can go and get a pair of jeans I think yeah I'm I'm with you um I have never found a pair of of like vintage or secondhand pants that has no. fit me ever in my life. So. No one in history has ever looked like me, and they were not wearing pants if they did. So <laughs> I don't know. No, I it's hard, but there's a lot of stuff that I mean. It brings up the whole size inclusivity conversation, mm-hmm. and that you know I get it that they say that you know bigger sizes are more expensive to make or whatever. But you're also kind of mm-hmm. like it doesn't really. Like what to the pennies? Yeah, like it's no. not it's not really that kind of a thing. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I just say buy clothes that fit that you feel comfortable that mm-hmm. you feel that fit you. It doesn't matter what the size or the number is. Yeah, but totally. In terms of being a more intentional shopper about stuff, mm-hmm. what did you? So you had a big year. I had a big year. You <laughs> kind of made a lot of life changes. I did. Um, so Shannon, you might have read this, but it was a, a really big story on BuzzFeed. The headline is that uh, the time I went on a lesbian cruise and it blew up my entire life. Um, can you give us the log line of sort of what <laughs> happened, if you sure. feel comfortable? Um, it's just always funny for me to hear that title because I feel like I've heard people say, like, 
that they saw it and just thought it was like just a very like clickbaity like oh you can no, really you blow li- up your life no, and you I'm like literally no, I went on a lesbian up. cruise I'm, and blew up I'm, your life I pretty much did so yeah. tell us a little bit about what happened uh, so I went on this lesbian cruise for an assignment at work I was interested in reporting on like changes in lesbian culture and this group of women who have been going on cruises like this like since um the i think the earliest one was in the 90s wow. uh, but i both personally and professionally it did not turn out the way that i thought it did because okay. i um i met a woman and had a very intense experience with her on the ship and Came you didn't on. go on the cruise straight. I just want to point out, just in case <laughs> oh, people yes. don't know, like oh, you yeah. were not, you weren't like a oh, true. straight. Oh no, woman this going. Yeah, yeah, this wasn't a like. Oh, like now I'm a lesbian. <laughs> oh, like what is this, this right. lesbian universe? No, now, no, I yeah, I <laughs> went into it already gay. Right, uh, left gay as well, but um, <laughs> still gay, <laughs> still gay. Uh, but you met I a woman. Met a woman. I got home. I I broke up with my my partner. Five years. I moved out of the you know home that we'd built together blew up some friendships in the process it was all it was all very um crazy and chaotic and good and bad and hard and weird and lovely so like a really big year it was a big year and you're still with the woman that you met I'm on the cruise still with Lynette, Lynette. Her name. Yes. yes um they're so a very nice. attractive couple together well, thanks, can Caroline. you go stalk Shannon's <laughs> Instagram like so many people did after they I know read your which, story. which is why I like put it on private yeah. and then just like <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Left for a while. Yeah. I was like, this is a little, this is a lot. Well, it's, it's the risk you take when you write a personal yeah. essay. So yeah. I remember kind of in the beginning of that and, and right after we all read your essay at work and um, this was what, now eight months ago-ish, mm-hmm. you had to come home, you had to move, you had to give up some furniture that you had invested yeah. in. Like there was a lot of, a lot of the stuff in your life yes. was shifting. So tell, tell me or tell us a little bit, you know, like how you were spending your money and and what you were buying and, and kind of like how that led into the, you know, intentional mm-hmm. part of of like how you were going to view stuff in 2020. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely like a lot. I think a lot of my spending was just purely practical. Like I had to like build a new home. life and home. Yeah. yeah. So I, I moved in with some friends. I live in a lovely kind of almost uh, kind of comical version of a lesbian commune um it's just you know gay ladies in brooklyn right but it's wonderful but i had i mean i lost a lot of my furniture so you know um i had to just bought like a bed that's already falling apart because i you know you were like i, I was like i just need, need a, a bed a right now yeah. yeah um and like you know, I I let myself like get get a nice like duvet, like mm-hmm. you know, especially having gone from living in like having like a whole apartment to like being back in a room again, like mm-hmm. really making that room feel like a home. Um, I got a uh, an aromatherapy diffuser. Do you use that it? was more recently actually? <laughs> um, yeah, I do actually. I Those do. Are the I things love it. that I look at, like a TJ Maxx and Marshalls, and I'm like, ooh, like yeah, I, I want to get like... one, but then I didn't. Then I don't get one. Do I need one? I don't think I do. But I you, know use if you yours? need one. No one needs think, anything. Yeah, no one needs anything. I, I, <laughs> I'm like a, a little bit afraid of candles, but like okay. like having like sure. you know like a nice vibe. It's a, um, it's real to be afraid of candles. Yeah, and I I liked the idea of having like 
like they had like specific like anxiety, you know. Oh sure, you were like all into the homeopathy. Yeah, so I was like, okay, but I mean, if it's, my room smelling like lavender will help me sleep, like let's do it. Sure, let's try. Is Going well so far. Is there anything that you bought that you're like that you bought kind of like in a manic place of just trying <laughs> to fix something or feel better or feel saner that you're like I should not have bought this? Like, what was I thinking? I, I think I mean, house housewise. I mean, the on the flip side, the good thing was that since I was moving into like a fully furnished mm. house, otherwise I didn't need to like go crazy on right. any like other. You didn't have to like things. do the whole. Th- they had kitchen stuff. And yeah, they had, yeah. Right. So, uh, so that was good. I I don't know. I think I just you know like went into like some fugue states and bought too many shoes. Sure, but that sure. doesn't really don't we all? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't is, really have to do with my. Is intentional um, shopping for twenty twenty sort of tied to like a financial goal on your end? You just feel like yes, you want to. Okay, that is. I think that I've been. I have been like always very resistant to the idea of like really budgeting like drawing mm-hmm. up re- like it makes know, me really just, anxious to budget it makes me really anxious and do I you, know that it that's not what it's supposed to do but, but do you get anxious when because diet culture is all around us like mm-hmm. I get anxious with like the counting ca- I don't oh, do yeah, it no, but I like when I would but I wonder if budgeting is sort of mm. reigniting I always yes. think that it's reigniting something in me that's like being too obsessed with like mm. the exact calorie count of my chicken and the exact penny mm. amount that I spent and it becomes this all consuming thing that I can that it's like the only thing I can think of and I wow. wonder if I'm averse to both. Yeah, I talk I, about that in therapy sometimes. I've never thought about that, but I to- I I was totally an obsessive teenage calorie counter. Like so. budgets are good. Yeah. I don't think calorie counting is good, but I think budgets are good, but I think it's this it it leads me down the same path of it is the only thing I can think about. Mm-hmm. I need to know all the numbers. If yeah. I if I spend something on my credit card and I don't immediately write it down, then like all of a sudden now I'm going to go buy more on my credit mm-hmm. card. It's like the like, oh, you ate a piece of cake. You might as well eat the whole cake kind of thing. Yes. I think about that with money also. Yeah. So budgeting kind of scares me. So I really like the idea that you have this goal now that you're like, so are you just like, <laughs> I'm just trying not to spend a lot of money or do you have a specific number? I don't have a specific set goal. I might down the line I think what I'm doing right now is so the what I'm planning to do with my newsletter is is document every single like material object that I buy for myself so so it's a way to hold yourself accountable yeah so not um so not like food or events or anything but if it's like I have a (laughs) if I have a physical thing and it comes into my house then I'll I'll document it which Mm -hmm. I think generally falls into categories of like clothes shoes accessories yep skincare makeup and stuff and uh yeah and just general miscellaneous stuff Mm -hmm. and also books i buy a lot of books books are fine Uh, yeah i know it's it's, i mean you go to the library but you can buy a book i know and um, (gasps) also books come to your office and i know that that is true i know so that that um books do come to my office i can go to the library like to a certain extent i think buying books is great like i like like supporting the industry but I also have so many books that I haven't read yet. There's so. always that meme, right? That's like me looking at a book, yes, all the books like, on my to-be-read pile. I have a very large to-be-read pile, so and I need to chill probably. So the reason why she has so many books is when you work on uh, in a like a digital publication like BuzzFeed and you are the culture editor, um, every single book that comes out. That you get a galley sent to you. Yes. Which is magical. It is magical. But also so overwhelming. Yes, because it's mostly like, you know, like, there's a lot of Triggered a lot of Donald gay Trump people Jr. who want to write their <laughs> another gay memoir and but, all the power to them. Right. But you how many can you read? Yeah, how many can I read? I can and how many have you read? Many. 
Oh, so many. So many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> and yeah. some of them are great. The mail room at BuzzFeed was always full of like Santa Claus style yeah, yeah, like bags. Gigantic stacks. Um, and the best part was that if they weren't using them for stories or coverage mm-hmm. there would it would go on like a free table and we could all go book shopping yeah and that's the good thing about books too like even i can always like there's always someone away. who wants them right yeah, yeah. or you can bring them to like housing works or something mm-hmm. um, um i realized i didn't answer your question though about no you uh, did you're right i guess I did you did of. i guess I, you're gonna I, document it i am gonna document it i'm keeping track i have no specific number in mind but I, I think what i'm hoping is that like the numbers gradually goes down yeah just down what kind of questions are yourself are you asking yourself before you like spend money now I think, like, is it, like, I, I think especially for, like, clothes and shoes and stuff, it's, is this really, like, filling a gap in Why am closet? I buying this? Yeah. Why am, why am I going for yeah. this? So both, like, is this my really... answer is always, like, yes. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, I'm trying to be, like, is this really, really different from something I already own? And then... I also, I feel like I give a lot of things, a lot of points for like true uniqueness, like real, I'm trying mm. to get more into like really unique pieces, like nice. pieces, I don't know, like you're fashion, you're I know, fashion so fashion. Now. Um, well, my question is always like, did you already buy a version of this two years ago and yes, never wear it? Yes. Like, uh, which is always the case. It's like, no, now I'm going to be into high tops, but mm-hmm. I don't like high tops, but then I always buy a pair of high tops yeah. being like, it's time. I don't, I don't know if it's you feel this, time. but I, I think also size wise for me, because like, so much so many clothes i don't know if they're gonna fit i feel like i end up being like heavy on bags shoes yeah totally coats like coats Coats. i feel like i love and i'm like how many freaking coats do i need i need but many many sweaters i love i love a coat i'm you know like in true lesbian fashion i love light jacket weather Denim, does it make you a lesbian to love a light jacket? No, it doesn't make you this a lesbian. Is, so a I jacket. happen to have a lot of friends who are lesbians, and I always feel like they're like like a true lesbian, like I love a notebook. And I'm like, <laughs> we, what does that mean? And then, just, but they all know what they're talking about, and I never know. No, we this just, is straight oppression, FYI. We, yeah, we just love to appropriate um, regular aspects of culture but and, like, and but make you it all, our own. Well, you do it really well because you're like, like a lesbian, I love a denim jacket. I don't know what that means. Well, okay, there's uh, another part of this too is that I think everyone is gradually dressing more and more like a lesbian. Oh, I've been which is absolutely, which is also I think ge- just means generally like more nineties. Yeah, more nineties, more like masculine. Yeah. Like I often went to, when I worked at um, Business Insider, I would often show up. Twenty fifteen was like a big year for me, doing a collared shirt buttoned to the top with a statement necklace. Oh my god, under yes, the I collar, totally did that in twenty fifteen. A skinny jean and then a loafer, mm-hmm. and I always looked exactly like the male sports editor. Like we always <laughs> dressed the same every day. It was like both of us taking a pic in our chambray shirt. Oh my god, well, I, I started like, Buzzfeed in twenty fifteen, and my you were doing my, my, my little my little photo, which now I can't yeah, look yeah, at yeah. anymore from the yeah the collar with a little statement necklace. You know, Madison, who was also on the show. And is also famously, famously with her the Revlon one step, also a lesbian. Would always, I was her <laughs> boss, and she would be like, she'd be like, "You're dressing like a lesbian," <laughs> because we would always dress the same. And she's a yes. lesbian. I'm like, "You don't own chambray shirts." Sorry, Caroline. I know you do. I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to but, appropriate. Yeah, but, but no, you're. But no, I'm a like because because there's only so few shirts that will fit my arms and my mm-hmm, boobs mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and jeans that will actually just go over my butt. Uh, shoes and bags I'm a heavy on. See, I had never really been into bags. Now I'm like kind of into bags. I feel like so fun. Okay, this was also fun the bags. this was also the I think what the biggest change for me was over the past year was mm-hmm. like I just 
was like getting into categories of stuff that I hadn't mm. previously. Like I was like, I didn't really wear makeup or. Are you getting into makeup? Getting it, or or like cool. even like skincare in general. Like yeah. I was like, gosh, my bed. Like I was right. Like a lot of people, I think, really got into skincare this year. Yeah. And now I'm like, now makeup, and now I'm like, oh, bags, like just thing, and even like like accessories. I feel like it's it's. I mean, a yeah. lot of them are trendy now, like scrunchies, headbands. Well, it kind of makes me think that intentional shopping can also be about really discovering what you like. Mm-hmm. And then just buying those things yeah. rather than being like, well, everyone's wearing this thing and I would like to have this thing also, yeah, even totally. though it doesn't work on me or I don't really like it. I think as you get older, you obviously get away from like in seventh grade. It's so funny that it's like everyone's like, we all have to have yeah. the same <laughs> pair of jeans. Yes. When now I'm like so embarrassed if yeah, I show up to work looking yeah, like, like the male sports know. editor. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't believe we have the same chambray shirt. But it is true. It, it's in seventh grade and eighth grade in high school. You just want to look like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't even like the thing, even if it doesn't really work for you or you're not comfortable in it. And I feel like being intentional can just be like, I like this stuff mm-hmm. and this is where I'm going to invest in. And I don't really care yeah. like if it's in or not. Yeah. Totally. That being said, if low rise jeans come back. No, never again. Never again. I will protest in the streets. I, will, I really like, will. I really never again. I'll pro- if Madewell is like, oh, we've discontinued our high rise f- five button fly. And we're doing low rise now. I will never spend money with them again. Madewell, if you're listening, <laughs> never get my money. What a horrifying thought. I was going to say, I didn't have a product today because, like I've talked about before, if I don't have a product, I don't have a product. I don't want to come in and lie and be like, here's the thing that's life-changing if it's not just to fill space. But I was thinking about the savings app that I use, um, mm. which is Digit, which I really, really you like. Are, you are a big Digit I love Digit because it allows me to um, – it's very passive. Have you ever used it before? I have used it before, but I think I used it, like, earlier in its iteration where okay. it was still, like, kind of, like, tweaky. Right. But it's, like, I think, shuts down. Yeah, yeah. But um, Skims your credit card information. I Who knows? I have thought about it more recently. So I'll give you the, the kind of basic rundown, which is that it is – it's an app that works for me. Bear in mind what I said about how I view counting calories and budgeting. It's a thing that stresses me out. So the more passive, mm-hmm. the better. Mm-hmm. I already have a savings account and an IRA, you know the adult stuff you got to have um or that i say gotta have in quotes um but this is sort of like an extra thing that allows me to a lot for stuff that is not needs it's like it's total wants Mm -hmm. um it's an app you connect it to your bank account it will read how much money is in your checking account and depending on that amount and you can set all these levels it will pull a random amount of money a day and put it into whatever you're saving for. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and you can save for multiple things. And maybe one day you get paid and you have like $2,500 in your checking account. It'll be like, oh, I'm going to take a hundred bucks today. And then one day you have like $400 Mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm taking 175, meaning a (laughs) dollar 75. You can set it for like max amounts they can take. Mm -hmm. I have it overdraft protected. So if it gets down, if my checking account gets down to a certain amount, Mm -hmm. it won't take it all. Um, It learns your patterns of like when you have to pay your credit card bill. So Mm -hmm. if you have a bill coming up, it's not going to take. It really like works in tandem with your bank, but it doesn't, it doesn't like harass you about it. Yeah. So all of a sudden you check your digit and you're like, oh my God, like I've saved $500 this month. And because it takes random amounts, like $3 and two cents. And then on payday, it'll like sneak away like 200 bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you let it, then you really can look at it after a month and be like, I didn't even feel myself saving this. So the things that I'm saving for on digit right now are, um, 
I'm kind of a Disney adult. <laughs> That's I, great. I'm excited Embrace to live near it. Disneyland. I hate this about myself. But I really, my parents never took me there when I was a kid. Because they were like, we're not spending our vacation time standing with your brats like in line. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? They're like, absolutely not. We're going to the beach. And you, you're lucky that we're taking you with us. Nice. But they never took me to Disney. So now that I'm an adult who can go on my own time, I love it. I think it's magic. So I, I, I totally love Disney. I, um, my family yeah. is a big Disney family. Cool. Because, but in Orlando. Family. Oh, okay. The world. So. I would be too if I had mean, I mean, if I wasn't living in LA. Yeah. Like uh, at like all my cousins, you know, like when they were cool. teenagers. You're the family I wanted there. to live with. Yes. Like, and, they, and they all like, and you know, like some of them, like one of them is a chef, one of them's an event planner. Fun. And they're all like, so like they are down for the cause of Disney. Great. Like they like. They love it. I just love the And rides. I get to go for free whenever I go. Yes. So my it is. Aunt so that makes Disney at, a lot more appealing. It's it, correct. My aunt works at ABC, which is a Disney affiliate. And sometimes she gets a free pass. She'll throw mm-hmm. my way. But I'm saving up for my own annual pass. My own annual nice. pass. But I've never I, been to Disneyland. It's fun. It's small. I've never been to Disney World. So oh. I went to Disneyland once when I went to visit LA. That's why I'm moving to LA. And the secret's <laughs> out. I want to be closer to Disney. Um, I went with a friend who knows a lot about Disney. She does like Disney reporting. And it's really fun. It is really fun. I'm afraid of rides at like carnivals and Six Flags. They have Epcot there. No, that's just World. Okay, but it's more. It's more like classic. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a lot smaller, but it's a better place if you just have like a day. Yeah, you can totally do it in a day. World is like you gotta go for the week. It's too crazy. Um, but saving for a Disney pass is definitely one of those things that. You know, no matter how much money I have in my savings, I would never feel good about being like, and now I'm <laughs> going to take money out and buy it. Mm-hmm. But if I have did, I've had Digit running since we decided to move to Los Angeles and I had the deadline be, you know, about two weeks after we moved there and like. I'm almost there. And it's been it's been passive, like, for six months. That's awesome. I mean, like, it's cool. It's, like, a thing that really works. Um, when I started using it, they, they did not charge a fee to use it, and now it's $5 a month, mm. which is $60 a year. It's not nothing. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're somebody who needs a little bit of help saving and sort of allocating what you want to spend money on, yeah. it's really great, and it's worth the $60. You're not going to notice $5 a month. Mm-hmm. And it takes it from the stuff you've already saved yep. in digits. So there yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even exist. <laughs> but it's a great it's a great thing I think for teaching like I wish I had had that right after college Mm -hmm. um because I didn't know how to use money or like yeah or delayed gratification and I would have loved to just have a place to be like I saw this bag you know it's not a $60 bag it's not a $30 bag it's a $400 bag I can't stop thinking about Mm -hmm. it okay well then save for it and here's how you do it you're going to save $400. Mm-hmm. And when you get the $400, you can decide if you still want it rather than being like, I have a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly how I operated for the first few can years I, at a college. Can I ask, do you do digit into, so I know you said you had a savings, mm-hmm. but do you like set aside a certain amount of every paycheck for savings and then this is on top of it? Or so how does your. The way that I budget is that I look, because I freelance, I can kind of look. Every month is different. Mm-hmm. There are some months I make a lot of money, and there are some makes there's no money coming in. Um, so I look at the beginning of the month, or you know, in the middle of the month, I look to the next month, and I kind of can project how much I'm going to take in, mm-hmm. and then I decide a number that I'm going to save from that, and then the rest of it I don't think about. So it's like if I am making, let's say, five thousand dollars in a month, I'm going to try to save twenty seven hundred dollars, and then. 
and then I can spend the other money mm-hmm. like that'll go for rent and food and and all that other stuff. Yes. That's really lofty to be like I'm spent a savings. I'm just uh, putting out wow. a yeah putting out a uh, yes. hypothetical. But yeah, because and that way I'll know like well if I can if I can save the money that I wanted to save, then I don't have to think so much about spending Mm -hmm. and bringing it back to food my crazy disordered brain is like the way that that I think I would try to create that metaphor in the way that I used to sort of think about how I ate and dieted which I don't do anymore um is like well if you're going to the gym every or if if you're like a runner and you love running Mm -hmm. and you're like I'm gonna run and then it doesn't really matter what I'm eating because I know that I'm exercising mm-hmm. it's kind of that's sort of the way that I would yeah, think about I, it I, and yeah. I'm not a runner and I don't like exercising <laughs> so it's all hypothetical but yeah, yeah what, yeah, if, what about free, you with freelancing I feel like that's like you have to be it's hard yeah but I also sure worked hard. um full-time jobs that I really wasn't happy at and pocket and kind of knew this is not going to be my career forever mm-hmm. this is not going to be but and and essentially like for as long as I could saved as much as I could to to afford myself the opportunity of being able yeah, to kiss that amazing. job goodbye. What do you what do you do with savings? So I try I try and save. Um, I like my paychecks will automatically put thirty percent into my savings. Wow, automatically? Yeah. So it's like I it's I have like the so what, it what takes out of? once it direct, direct deposits, deposits and then yeah, it, so I have, and it will auto take that. So day. it's oh, so sorry. It's actually it's like awesome. direct deposit deposits seventy percent in my checking and then thirty yeah. percent in my savings. That's amazing. I and mean, also, it's, like what a privilege that we're able to save that much money from a paycheck. Yeah, too. it's a huge privilege. But also over the past year, like I've been dipping into yeah, savings. of course, like, because that's what savings are for. Yeah, but it's it's definitely like. I think because, you know, I have, like, this idea of, like, oh, yeah, 30% is going in. But then, like, if I don't have a very regular no, totally. idea of when it. I'm actually, like, touching it, right. then I'm, like, eh, it doesn't feel as... Well, we all and also know, literally isn't as cumulative right. as I wish it would have been. Well, we all know there's nothing worse than having to spend your savings on like emergency. Like like every time mm. I have to like actually use my emergency fund, I'm so mad that it's like I thought I could plan my life so that I'd never have an emergency and I could just go buy a <laughs> bag. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to be right back. Okay, we're back. This has been such a fascinating conversation because we really haven't talked about products at all. We're just talking about how we spend money and how we save money and how we think about shopping. But I know that you did bring a product. (laughs) I did bring a product. After all that, she brought something. I did. And she ran it by me earlier and I said, this is really fun. Uh, It is super fun. Shannon, what'd you bring? What I brought is the Houseware Solutions Collapsible Silicone Microwave Hot Air Popcorn Popper Bowl with Lid and Handles. One of those things that rolls right off the tongue. We get yeah, a lot of those yeah, products yeah, here. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about it. You love popcorn? I love popcorn. Okay. So I definitely will preface this recommendation by saying, like, if you're just like a... <laughs> Semi-pop. I'm yeah, not a big popcorn if, person, yeah, so I guess so, I don't Yeah, need if it. you're not really like a popcorn okay. connoisseur, you really don't need it. Okay. Um, yeah. How many think, bags you eat in a week? I eat a lot of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. It's just, like, ever since I was little, it's That's been like a... snack. Yeah. It's All right. just, it's like a comfort food nice. for me. All right, so um, what it, what is this? So the great thing about this, mm-hmm. and, and and people who are more intense about popcorn, I think will get <laughs> like. So the if way you're out there, this one's for you. They're they're we, they're totally. We exist, I know you Caroline. exist. I'm sorry. There's a lot of erasure <laughs> happening. I'm still mad about you guys <laughs> own button up shirts. Yeah, popcorn and buff, button up shirts. Is, is popcorn a lesbian, lesbian thing? I was oh, gonna yeah. say. Oh yeah, you like popcorn? Okay, got it. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so normally if I make popcorn, like I've got the kernels and like put oil on the stove, which is... Very Little House on the Prairie. Yes, which is nice, but sometimes I'm lazy. And if I'm lazy, then that might be like, you know, like, and I might be just like getting microwave popcorn, which I try not to do because it's like... You can make better popcorn with on the chemicals. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. You can just make better popcorn. And I, yeah, and when I make it, it's better. So what's cool about this little thing is that it, you are able to air pop kernels. You just put them in a little pouch at the bottom, and you just pop it right in. And you can into the microwave. Into the microwave. Okay. So it's microwave popcorn that combines the best of both worlds. Oh, nice. So you buy kernels. You buy kernels. Where do you buy kernels? At the grocery store. All right. I don't cook. We've established that <laughs> upon many episodes. All right, you buy them at the grocery store. Yes, never been and you in can, one of those. And but. you can either just like straight up air pop it, or I I shaved a little bit of um, coconut oil in there. Oh. I'm like really trying to More get fancy. like gourmet with my with my. Pa- I also really don't cook. This is like yeah, this is what this is the this thing is my that you thing do. Now. And I so you just like pop it in, and then it's what's what's just nicer about that too is that it's just so. Not that, again, I don't like, I'm not like a calorie counter or anything. No. But the thing with, po- like, popcorn is actually like a very healthy snack. Yeah. Not that there's any. Healthy. Yeah. But it kind of gives you that chip. There's like a crunch yes, to it. There that is like a, a chippiness. That's how I feel about pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat jars of pickles by Oh, I love, in oh my God, setting. I also love pickles. But it, you can also eat a lot of it and you don't. It's it, yeah no I get it's like what you're a fun it's activity. not like a diet food but it's like yeah it's not a diet food but it also like doesn't have to be like garbage right. which is nice right so like and it's versatile and you can like add your own yes. flavor to it I know I wish I, know I really wish that I liked nutritional yeast because I feel like that's a way of actually making it into real food you know but Dan I think does it's it disgusting. Dan does it and every time he's like it's oh he's Dan's a big popcorn guy and he puts nutritional yeast on oh, it. I, wish I didn't I could know what do that, that was so I feel like we have to tell people it just is <laughs> it's like cheese it's i you talk you say it i don't want it. I, I mean i don't even really know either it kind of has like a cheesy thing they should really rebrand it because calling something nutritional, nutritional yeast, yeast is disgusting yeah, i'm sure there's gross. a lot of other grosser things i put in my body but <laughs> guess what they're not called nutritional yeast i'm looking it up right nutritional now yeast is good for you right well i mean it's nutritional it's deactivated. Okay, I'm reading. Deactivated <laughs> yeast, often a strain of words I can't pronounce. Yeast. Sold commercially as a food product. It's sold in the form of flakes. All right, this doesn't help me. <laughs> it's it's like um, one person asked, can nutritional yeast give you a yeast infection? It's just <laughs> not a good thing. I mean, no. I really feel I don't like it. It's just, but it's got a little cheesy. It's like Parmesan. Yeah. Yes. But guess what? You can actually use Parmesan, which is really good. Yeah. And like I also like I specifically for this purpose got like a spray olive oil mm. to like do a little spray. I only use little spray Himalayan olive oil. salt. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Do you know that they sell um like flavorings? I'm sure you can get it on Amazon, but like probably any sort of uh fancy food store has like you can get like I don't know, cheese flavoring or like salt and vinegar for like flavoring and of, like a spray. Like a spray, like a like a you no, know, it looks like um a oh like a spice little, jar. Oh, the little shake, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you put it on your popcorn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna get so into it now. I mean, <laughs> popcorn's my thing. Pop- yes, it is my thing. That's hot sauce you can do. Oh, hot sauce like, is good. Chili combos. flakes. Yes. You know what I wonder what would taste? Um, the chili lime flakes at Trader Joe's, but also the everything <gasps> but the bagel seasoning. Yes. I wonder if that would taste good. I bet the chili. I I'm really into the idea of chili lime. I might do that. It's, oh. it's a it's a make your own snack. It is. So and you'll use this when you're like, I don't want to use a pan. I yes. don't want to deal. When I'm just being super no, lazy. I get because it. the other great thing about this thing is that it's 
it literally pops in the bowl and then you eat it out of the bowl. So it's like those microwave like pops into a bowl form, but it's literally a bowl. So like you can so eat, it is, I eat it like there is no more dishes. Out. Yeah, no more dishes. Are you, it's dishwater safe. Oh, nice. It folds and it also. Like, I don't even like popcorn, and I'm like I've. <laughs> <laughs> You're intentional, like, oh, intentional, yeah. intentional. This is where yeah. I have to be like, you don't need it. Yeah, yeah. you don't need it. I don't need but it. But if you, if you do like popcorn, I think it's great. It also folds into a nice small thing because I think for people. So it collapses? It collapses. Oh, my God. So you can put it in a drawer. You can put it in a drawer. It doesn't you can need do it. its own thing. No. And I think for a lot, I mean, I don't cook a lot, but for people who have like a bunch of random gadgets and stuff that take up room, like here's a gadget that just, you know, yeah. slip right in. Super I'm, easy. I'm not, you know, I don't know my way around a kitchen, but I know that there's a lot of people who have opinions about um, like tools in the kitchen that can only do one thing. Yes. Um, but this seems to be a, is there anything else you can do with the popcorn bowl? <laughs> I wonder. Um, I feel like you could probably find a way. I'm sure you could probably find a way. Put something in there. I had the something microwave. in my head and now I can't think of what I was about to say. But like I, I was thinking about just, popcorn's also the thing that you make when you're like, I don't want to make dinner. I'm oh not yeah, I totally, dinner. Have, I totally have popcorn oh, dinner. this is what I was going to ask you. You know how everyone's like, oh, there's two kinds of people in the world. But I think there are actually two kinds of people in the world. And it's the people who eat out of the takeout container and people who get a plate. Mm, What do you do? (laughs) I was going to say, I don't think I'm either of those people. Like, I have different modes. because you're lesbian and, like, (laughs) lesbians do both. I got it. Amazing. Um, No, I I do both at different times. You do both? I've never gotten a plate. Really? No, I've never. Okay. Over over the weekend, I had. Um, what is the point? That's more dishes. I'm getting takeout, so I don't have to deal. You're right. I guess I'll, it's sometimes a, I'll you use deal a real like, fork, but I will not get a plate. You know, it's kind of embarrassing. I think when like people like come over, I'm like, I get everyone. <laughs> oh, I would. Get, I would like, do that. That's even, not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about alone. Yeah, alone. I guess, but even like with like very good friends, I'm like, let's do plate. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if I'm like, hey, come over for dinner, but what I actually mean is like, I'm. Ordering order, Chinese yeah. food, which I think yeah. I'm gonna do tonight. Nice. Um, I know I'm already thinking. I'm like, what am I gonna order? Uh. I do get a plate because I feel like that's more. I didn't invite you here to eat out of the plastic container. Yes. But when I'm alone, but alone, yeah. Well, you know, your true self is whatever you do when you're by yourself. And I'm trash alone. <laughs> I don't get a plate at all. I'll get a real fork because you can't mm-hmm. eat food with a plastic fork. And I also try to do the thing where if I do takeout, it's like, don't give me forks and napkins. Yeah, and yeah. Things. Like same. I'm at home. I'm just going to eat. But I ordered McDonald's over the weekend. You and ordered McDonald's I or you ordered went McDo- to McDonald's? No, I ordered. McDonald's. I never, you know, in my 10 years of living in New York, I've never, I do a lot of seamless, like a lot of delivery food, but I've never, ever ordered fast food. I didn't even know you could do that. Wow. Yeah. No, you can. Anything's possible. Okay. Um, now I'm going to move back from LA. <laughs> I got to come back and like order McDonald's. You can like what's order. Your, what's your McD special? Uh, it was, I ordered um, a Big Mac, oh, the best, the best, a six piece nug, mm. a small fry. That's the but classic I'm, trio. <laughs> it's a, it's an, an amazing trio. Ugh. But I did get a plate, mm. um, which kind of felt it felt satisfying. It's, I did keep, but I kept the Big Mac in its little container and then put it on the plate. You basically made that yourself. <laughs> that's that's gourmet fun. food. It was. It felt gourmet. There, are f- if there are any New York listeners out there, and you love a Big Mac, but you don't necessary you want to feel a little fancier than going to mcdonald's i have a list of places that serve hamburgers that taste like big macs <laughs> shannon i'll share really? yes oh my god i'm a hamburger per- i eat about like maybe i think i've actually stopped in the last year but definitely there was a point where i was eating like two burgers a week i very happily maybe more it's burgers. my favorite food it's my it's the oh. thing that i go to when i feel like i need comfort in the in the form of eating i also love it do you feel guilty about eating beef 
I mean, not that you should. No, no, I, I understand. Like, I understand what you're saying. It's a big conversation topic. I don't, I don't know. eat I'd... a lot of red meat. Mm-hmm. And I don't eat a lot of beef in general or fish or chicken. I actually eat a pretty Same. vegetarian. I also don't don't eat a lot of meat. And I, f- I feel like for me, and I also, I love burgers. I, I just like love a burger. If I'm going to eat red meat, it's going to be a burger. That's I don't need a steak. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, I don't need any of that. I'll order a steak like randomly if it's if it's there and someone else is paying. Um, yes. But I will. <laughs> I feel I'm like, like mom. That's the, yeah, that's a steak um, But And I'll order, a, I love a burger. But also like I went to, ba- I actually drove through Burger King a few weeks ago and I had the impossible Whopper, you? you know, How the, was it? Tastes like burger. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I just like the feeling of the bun and yes. the sauce and the lettuce and the tomato. And the, I mean, like, I, it's not about the meat for me. So, mm-hmm. I hate saying that I'm one of those people that actually would it really benefits from the like fake sausage because I think it's like just eat vegetables. Like, do you really yeah, need to like yeah, be in yeah, this yeah. casing? But in the in this in the case of the burger. I'm very happy to order the vegetarian burger mm-hmm. if it yeah, still comes same. with French fries and it still <laughs> comes with, you know, the accoutrement. Yeah. But I also feel like especially like if I'm about to go on my period, I'm just like me. Oh, yeah. Like iron. Definitely <laughs> that. And also, um, so I like never, I've said this before. I always start things by saying I've said this before because I wonder how many people are listening intently and being like, she always says this. <laughs> but I never get my period. I get it like four times a year. I have PCOS. Oh. It comes when it wants to. I'll sometimes get all the PMS signs and then no period will oh come, my which God, is, how I can't even imagine why. I, it's like oh. great because I don't like bleeding, but also I have to get the cramps. Like just don't come at all. Don't yeah, halfway come. Yeah, that's very annoying. But there was one time a few years ago and I hadn't got my period in like five months. So there's really truly, you know, how every month women are sometimes like every month I'm feeling bitchy mm-hmm. and like every month I'm surprised. My period never comes. So it's truly a surprise when I'm feeling bitchy Oh my god, um, and feeling like I want chocolate. And then I can kind of, there was one night in a snowstorm. All I wanted was <laughs> M&Ms and I walked <laughs> in a snowstorm like at 10 o'clock at night. Like it was not weird at all to the CVS. And I had said to Dan, I'm like, I'm going to go get M&M's. And what I had planned on doing was buying, you know, the one that's like when you're checking out, mm-hmm. like a, maybe a little king size. Yeah. No, I got the the, the like thing that bag. says party on it, yes. but I got every flavor. And then I came home and I ate all them and I hid them from Dan because I didn't <laughs> want to share. I had enough M&M's to feed 97 people on a cruise ship with no other food and everyone would have been happy and I wouldn't share them. Yeah, I mean, and I my period came okay the next to day. Have some things that you don't. Share no, absolutely. And for you. me, it's every flavor of M and M's. But my <laughs> period came the next day, and I truly did not see that coming. <laughs> and then when I got my period, I was like, you know, I could look back at history of the last twenty four hours, yeah. and sort of the signs were there. Yep, yep. But yes, meat is also a big one yep. if that's happening. Oh. But is do that, you is the Maloko burger on your on what's your burger that? list? <gasps> Caroline. Oh my God, you, what is it? I know you're literally about to leave. I'll take. I'll eat it before I go. Maloko and Bed Stuy. Oh, because I never go to Bed Stuy. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's I'm like looking. Bed-Stuy, Clinton Hill border. Do you ever go to Very South Brooklyn? Border. Yeah, I do. If you go to South Brooklyn on 14th Street and 4th Avenue, there is a bodega called Ray's <gasps> Deli. Do you know it? Oh, my God. A bodega burger? No, but I'm very excited. This bodega has the best tacos, the greasiest, mm. like, quesadillas. The burger tastes like a Big Mac, but, like, better. Oh, my The French God. fries are somehow crispy on delivery. Wow. And it's a bodega. But in the back, you can have, like, some of the best tacos in Brooklyn. And um, that's my big secret. So if you're in New York and if you wow. want my big off-the-beaten-path, like, a weird food recommendation, 14th and 4th Ray's Deli. Yes. 
It is. Wow, I can't wait for incred. your. You just have a burger list. My next podcast is just <laughs> just burgers. Burgers with Caroline. Well, um, I love yeah, it. I'll I'll send you my list, you. and I'm if so anyone excited. else wants it, I'll send you my list too. Uh, Shannon, I feel like I could talk to you for another three hours, but we got to cut it. Oh man! I really so well. We were actually, just getting started. I know we were just getting started. Tell me um, how much the the popcorn thing costs. That's oh, yes. important to me. How much is the popcorn thing? Um, it is twelve dollars. Amazing! Can't beat it! Can't beat Amazing. it! Amazing! And if you and also like a box of poppable popcorn. I mean, like a like a you know a box of bag. Oh. What am I saying? I'm like, <laughs> like what, what? Like the kernels? Yeah, is like that what you're no bags say? of popcorn. Oh, that like you're microwave buying. popcorn. It costs like four bucks. Yeah. But when you're, well, how much is a bag of kernels? Bucks. The kernels are kind of expensive, but they last you a long time. And it's not like scary? you can get like a big jar of kernels for maybe like eight bucks. And it's not scary to pop your own popcorn. No, it's not scary. You put it in a. <laughs> you put it in like the thing, and yeah, you put it in the pot. You put the lid on, and then it pops. In oh, the, the lid. Yeah, the sure. lid. The lid. <laughs> like I lost you. all the lids to my pot, so we're good. <laughs> um, I will link to um, everything that we talked about. I mean, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to re-listen this episode and write down everything we talked about. We'll link to the. Um, intentional shopping newsletter will link to Shannon's incredible story of the time I went on a lesbian cruise and blew up and it blew up my entire life. We'll link to what Shannon says is a lesbian outfit, but a thing that I wear constantly. <laughs> um, we'll just go through the whole thing. Digit, the popcorn maker. I feel like we covered the spread. This might be one of our longer episodes, but I, I feel personally wow. it was worth it. Oh, it was I'm great. So glad. Thank you so much for coming and tell everybody before we go where they can follow you online. Not on Instagram because it's private. Where, where, where would you I mean, like them to follow I mean, you? Maybe, maybe you can get into my Instagram. Yeah, you can <laughs> try, give it a try. Give it a shot. Um, on all things, I am at S. Keating S. S. Keating S. Skeetings. Could, if skeetings. You, if you will. Can't be easier. Twitter, Instagram. Can't be easier. Um, you've been a wonderful guest. Oh, thanks, Caroline. You're I, a wonderful host. Look, <laughs> thank you. I look forward to reading your newsletter I've this week. It's coming up. Hell yeah. Um, great. And thank you all for listening. Remember to follow G Thinks Just Bought It Pod on Instagram. That's G Thinks Just Bought It Pod. Uh, G Thinks Just Bought It was taken, I think. Um, so we added the pod on the end. We will see you on Instagram. Remember to shop the store or the spreadsheet. And if you have any recommendations, recommendations you want to share with me send me an email at caroline at gthinksjustboughtit.com we will see you next week for another episode thanks for listening up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 